Assalamu alaikum. Today we are back with part two of a window into Jenna series. And you guys have been DMing me like crazy. You are loving it. You're just saying like thinking about this description and just getting the bits that we've started with have given you just such a different perspective on trying hard in your deeds, trying hard in your fasting, sticking with it. And alhamdulillah, today we're going to get into the second part, which I'm excited about, which is kind of like your social life in general. Like what is going to be happening every day? How does it happen? And um, kind of more details about that, how everything kind of works with the food and the shopping for clothes and whatever else not. I know it sounds like what, but yeah, these are things that we have details on. So I thought you would love them and just to kind of have these things to look forward to. And so let's get started. Let's find out. Hello, assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, coming to you three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, about topics that you love and ask me about. As 95% of the content we cover here are requested by you. So if you have a request for a topic, please DM me. The only request I make to you first is go back and say we haven't covered it already. A lot of times sisters are like, I wish you had a podcast on this or that. And I'm like, sis, Go to number 158, go to number 163, go to, we have 300 and some odd podcasts now. So scroll back first and make sure we didn't already do one, but you might find we've covered a lot from spouses, how to find a spouse, how to deal with your spouse. If you're struggling with your husband, we have tons of stuff on that. We even have an entire school, guys, where we actually teach how to find a spouse. We actually teach how to correct intimacy and like the loss of love and connection with your spouse. A lot of us, we just don't have the tools. And that's something we cover here. And we love to share with you at Mindful Muslimat. We give you snippets in the podcast. But if you want to dive deeper, we have our entire school. We have our entire um, Thrive platform for community and connection with women. We have a ton more than the podcast. A lot of women don't know. You could check out our website, www.mindful dash muslima m-u-s-l-a-m-h.com for more information or you can dm me on instagram all right love y'all for the sake of allah i just gave a shout out by the way i've been giving my shout outs in the end of the podcast so i go through the podcast when you get to the end after i finish it i tag on that's because sometimes guys i pre-record the podcast so that i can be with my family and that's kind of how i manage my time and so after i hear the shout outs i come back and i tag them at the end so don't forget, if you're waiting for your name, that's where it's going to be at the end of Chalabas Thada. All right. So love y'all for the sake of a lot. Today, we're going into part two of Jenna. Last time, we talked all about what your spouse was going to be like. So if that is something that interests you, you go right ahead. We described your home. We walked through your garden. We were doing a lot. So you go back and you check that out and put in your mind that as you're going through your fasting experience today, this is all for something greater because this world is nothing, nothing compared to what is waiting for us. And I know that's a hard thing to envision and get hyped about when you haven't seen it. So we're doing a little bit of a description. That's what this series is about. It's going to be a three-part series. Now, um, today I'm going to do social life and stuff like I mentioned and just like day to day. But then if you want to go to, um, it's like day in the life in Jalasbanallah. <laughs> May Allah take us there. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gift us this rahmah. Um, 
yeah, by the third podcast, I'm going to give you some tips on how to get to Jannah because, I mean, it's kind of unfair if we're describing this amazing place. I have some keys to Jannah, some easy, fast ways to get there. There's some easy ones that you could be doing every day. So look forward to that towards the end of the series. But first, we want to get you to know exactly what it's like, and then we'll let you know how to get there, right? So let's get started. Um, by the way, just a reminder, if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed so you get the notification for the next one and you don't miss out. And if you haven't already, definitely leave us a review so we know you love the podcast so other women can love the podcast because as you know, people read reviews. And if people think this is a good place where they can get help because they've read the reviews, then they're going to get some help. But if not, they're just going to keep on moving, looking for answers when they might be here for them. So help a sister out. I'm another sister and uh, give a review so that they can know this is a place where you're getting help and understand that they could get help here too. All right. So what is your social life in Jenna? Do you spend most of your time alone? Are you just with your spouse all day? Well, Jenna is actually an extremely social place. Now, if you are a person who is an introvert, it's not like when you get there, you're going to be worried about that. Or an extrovert, there is an overall comfortability, like let's just say comfortability. There is just this way everything's going to flow. Everything's going to be enjoyable. You're not going to have those self-conscious, I don't like to be around people, I got my particulars, blah, blah, blah. That stuff doesn't happen in Jannah. Remember, it's an entirely different experience. So you can talk and do whatever you want to do. There are no restrictions. If you want to be alone, you can be alone. If you want to go hang out all day, you can hang out all day. Because guess what, ladies? There's no time restrictions. I know that's hard, right? We usually have this like day and night. And I'll talk about day and night in a second. But like, it is not the same with the time restrictions. And most of us, we can't get past the fact that our life, you know, there's not enough time trying to do everything. There's not, there's no sun or moon. There's no darkness or shadows. There are no seasons. Matter of fact, you're going to start wondering how long a day is. And the answer is it's constant daylight all of the time. There's no sleeping it's always being enjoyable. The only way to know if it's day or the nighttime, the only way to know is by the beam that comes from the arsh, the throne of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May we all get to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-Qurtubi says, there is no night or day but continuous light. Ibn Taymiyyah says, there is no sun or moon or night or day, but you know that it is night and day by the beam of the throne of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says that there be sustenance, there's morning, and evening. And so there is this constant light, which means it's always like time for enjoyment. You know, it's never like, oh, I have to rest because I'm so tired. It's not that type of a situation. So Allahu Alam, Allah knows best. We're going to keep moving and we're going to find out. Um, did you know that you can even approach the Prophet, peace be upon him, in Jannah? You could sit with him for a year if you want to, and ask him questions. You can meet Allahu Alam. This we have to get there first, ladies, right? Let's put it in our mind. You could sit with Musa, Adam, and ask them what you like and what you were curious about in the Quran that you had read. All those questions, everything. You can sit with them and discuss. Maybe you want to ask Adam what it was like to be as the first human. Because there's no time limit on anything. 
You can do whatever you want for as long as you want. If you want to do nothing, you just want to sit in the beautiful smelling grass that's like musk and just gaze at the river for two days, you can do it. I mean, there is no limitation. Even when you eat and drink, it is out of pure enjoyment. It is not out of like need. There's not, you know, I'd be cooking in the kitchen and do all that stuff in general. Everything is literally for the, the longest vacation ever, just complete relaxation. And the reason Jenna will be so enjoyable are, is there's no drama. There's no issues. You're not going to go to the party with the women and the women are going to say something about the way you look or how fat you got or like if you're married yet or like about your husband or about your situation, about how many kids you have. Like nobody cares. Everybody has qalbu salim. Every person that is there has a pure heart. You're not dealing with difficult people. You're not dealing with the stresses that you have of this dunya. May Allah make it easy for us. Say ameen. And so subhanAllah, you have a very enjoyable experience, like nothing you've ever had in this dunya. So there's no person you wouldn't want to see. Our hearts are all pure. You have no internal struggles. In dunya as a human being, we could be jealous. We have hatred. We have, you know, some people are better than others. And who does she think she is? None of that is happening in Jannah. So when we say social life, ladies. We mean like the most enjoyable social life you've ever wanted in whatever that means to you. We know the story of the Prophet, peace be upon him, where at one time uh, we hear we, his heart was altered. So each of us has in this dunya something to mislead us. We have our qareen, we have our shaitan that's appointed. Their job is to mislead us. In Jannah, you won't suffer from this. You will love everyone. You'll desire to see them. You will not experience boredom. You will not experience hatred. These things have left us. Now, unfortunately, the one thing that you are able to see, and this is, I told you, it is not just a physical experience, is you get a window into what you were saved from. It's like a happy, sad moment, even though like overall, you're going to feel happy and grateful. You're not going to feel sorrow because you're going to have this, this trust of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that everything was done as it should have been done. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-adl, he's the most just and he would never do anything in a way where he was not merciful. But by the way, the people of Jannah will have access to the people of Jahannam. The people of heaven will have access to the people of hell. The people of hell will also have a window to see into Jannah of what they could have had. They can even speak to one another. There's a hadith where the Prophet, peace be upon him, describes the one man will call out the window to a disbeliever that once tried to lead them astray like a bad friend or a bad person that tried to to take them from the deen and get them on the doing things they shouldn't be doing. And he said, subhanAllah, he yelled out the window, subhanAllah, you almost ruined me. But he didn't. You see, he's on the other side. He chose because life is a choice, ladies. I know we feel like we're helpless and we can't help our situation, our family members, our life, our this. But it is a choice, ladies. Every day you wake up choosing to let that thing affect you or not. You do. You have a choice. 
Life is based on choices. Life is a summary of your choices. How about that? Your chances of going to Jannah is a summary of your choices. Choose to do the right thing. Choose to stay away from the things that you know are wrong for you because we don't want to deny ourselves all of this pleasure that we're, that we're hearing about. Right? We're told that the people of Jannah will laugh at the people of Jannah, Jehendam, excuse me, not in a mocking way as they were once laughed at, but in a way of like, I have gotten my justice. They will laugh out of comfort and happiness that this feeling that they had in them that like, I'm going to skip that party. I know everybody's going there, but I'm going to skip it because I know it has stuff and people and things that is just going to get me all mixed up in the wrong place. I'm going to skip you know, talking to that guy, even though blah, 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 because I know like the people that have given up, that have been had friends that were trying to draw them into stuff. And in the end, their friends, unfortunately, got lost into that stuff and they end up on the other side. They're going to feel this sense of relief that they made the choice in the right way. Because sometimes, you know, in dunya, you feel like, I don't know, what if I said no to that guy and he could have been the one, but I know he's kind of haram and he doesn't really pray or he does pray, but like... He's talking to me kind of an awkward way. I mean, I just feel like, but what if he was the one? What if I left? Like all that doubt, gone, right? You feel like, yeah, I did it. I did the right thing. And the behavior of the disbelievers, the non-practicing Muslims will not affect you. They will feel happy. You will feel happy in Jannah of what you chose. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, will show us all of the results of those choices. Now, you're going to see things in general, like I told you, that you've never seen before. So we talked about your house and all the materials that your house were made of. If you miss that, go back and check it out. But gorgeous fabrics that you've never seen before. Forget about what you see on whatever your favorite shop is on your phone. This is like, you don't look at that and be like, what was I thinking when I was like, I have to have that. Gorgeous fabrics. You recline on thrones of dignity. Just sitting on one gorgeous cushion will be so amazing that you might sit there for a few months. No exaggeration. You will have nowhere to go but relax and enjoy. There's not this sense of rushing anymore. If you want to sit and look at a rose and be mesmerized it for for a year, you could just do whatever you want. You want to see your husband, go to him, come back to him. You move freely. You don't have to serve anyone or work ever. And like we said, there are levels of Jannah. So I just wanted to explain this to you a bit more because I know I talked to you about like these these mansions on top of mansions. So the lowest level of Jannah, the lowest level, like if you did the worst or the least amount of work, is 10 times the earth and everything in it. So imagine what the highest level would be. A huge real estate in Jannah, right? So maybe as you're seeing your house and your property with your spouse, you spend time socializing a bit, but then you get hungry. So you and your spouse are in your house and there's tons of these youthful servants running around the house for you, getting you anything you desire. They are not slaves. They are not servants like we think of servants here where people are oppressed. No, no, no. These are people who love to serve Fisibilila. They are like meant for the job. There's the, and this is exactly their role in Jannah. And so they're running around the house getting anything you want. They're dressed in exotic colors, all smiling and serving you all types of things you've never seen before. 
Ibn Kathir says the people of Jannah will be served by youth who live for eternity. They will never change or grow in age. If you see how many there are, you will that will serve you and how bright and beautiful their faces are and the colors of their clothes and their jewelry, they will appear to you as if scattered pearls. That's beautiful, right? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and round about you are are um, youth eternal. And if you see them, they are as if scattered pearls. So here's the question of our duty as women. What will we be expected to do there? The answer, nothing. We don't have to cook, clean, or serve. We will be cooked for, cleaned for, served for 24 hours a day, better than any five-star, I don't know, I think in Dubai they have seven-star resorts in dunya. You are sitting with your husband and enjoying yourself. Now, what about kind of some of the smells? Let's get like the full experience. You have to drink and eat, and then you're going to leave your mansion and you're going to smell the most beautiful smell as you walk through the gardens. And you're wondering like, where is this beautiful smell coming from? Like, I don't, I don't never smelled something like this before. Is there like perfume everywhere? And so you walk until you discover and you bend down and you put your hand on the soil and you pick it up and it is pure white musk. And it is the most beautiful smell. Even the, the dirt smells amazing in Jannah. And you might think that it's only your property and your property is so special. But no, this beautiful soil is all over Jannah. Jannah is pure white musk. And this is stated in Sahih Bukhari from the Rasul So again, there's no day and night in Jannah. And so you're walking around enjoying yourself and you're like, just walking through the gardens then you go out of your property and you're walking and walking because you can walk all around uh the different open spaces in jenna and you're walking and your guide is always like the servants if you don't know where to go in other places and that's fine they're there for you everybody's always there to help you and be super helpful and you see a huge tree like you've never seen before and this tree is described in Bukhari by Rasulullah there are trees in paradise that are so big and huge that a rider could travel in its shade for 100 years. Things in Jannah are huge. I bet you weren't imagining that at first, right? When you started imagining, we first started out with the description. So now I want you to take everything in your head and magnify it by size. We're talking colossal and amazing and jaw-dropping. So you see this tree and it's like it never ends. It would take 100 years if you had to cross it with a fast horse. Then you see these other trees. And remember, Jenna and all the designs of the trees are different. There is no gravity. So it can hang as Allah wishes it to hang. And you see some of the branches are made from gold and silver. And some produce clothing. And some produce fruits, etc., and you will take from the tree called Sidrat al-Muntaha, described by the Prophet, large fruits and leaves as big as elephant ears. One time one man asked the Prophet, peace be upon him, are the clothes created or are they woven? And the Sahaba were there and they laughed at the guy. And the Prophet said, why are you laughing? Are you laughing at a man who wants to know something and so he asked a man who might know? And he's basically just saying, it's okay to ask any question. There's no bad question to ask. And the prophet responded that the clothes of Jannah 
come from the close of Jannah. And so when you're with your husband, you point to any fruit, it will open and then out will come a set of new clothes and you will pick as many as you wish. And as you can imagine, we will need more time than men to pick things, right? So obviously you're not going to carry all these clothes you're picking. Your servants will carry them for you. Next, you're going to walk to a tree that has oranges. And you know, you've already had oranges a few days ago. So you're going to be like, ah, you know, I already had that, whatever. But no, the servants will say these are different. So you grab a huge orange and yes, it tastes even better than the last time. So when we said you look at your spouse and your spouse looks even better every time, it's the same thing when you eat certain things. You might've said, I've had that before, but no, it will taste even better. Each fruit you taste will taste better than the one previous. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that every time they are fed fruits, they will say, why this is what we've been fed before for they will be given things in similitude. So you will feel like, oh, I had it before, but then you'll be reminded, no, 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 this will be even better. So you can see that the people of Jannah have so much choice that they don't want to just eat things twice because there's so much to choose from. But then even when they do, it never tastes the same twice. It only tastes even better. And the prophet, peace be upon him, said, that as you're walking and walking, you'll see the trees, like we said in the first part one, are made of gold and silver. Now, funny enough, Prophet Ibrahim was born before the Prophet, peace be upon him, and yet still he helped us with something. In Isra and Miraj, when they met, the Prophet, peace be upon him, um, spoke to Ibrahim, and the Prophet said, peace be upon him, and he cares because we are the people of Rasul, give your ummah my salam, and tell them in Jannah it is beautiful and water is pure and the soil is clean and the land is vast and the trees are subhanallah, walhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah. So each time we want a tree planted on our estate in Jannah, we say subhanallah, walhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah. Use our time in dunya to grow trees. Let's do that. So what about eating and drinking? You're traveling all around Jannah for years. You want to relax and have a glass of wine because the wine in Jannah is not like the wine here. It's not hamar. It's like not going to intoxicate you and ruin you. And it's not the same kind of wine. The Quran says it will be passed to them from clear flowing fountains, crystal white with a taste delicious, free from heaviness, nor will they suffer intoxication therefrom. Ibn Kathir says, it will not cause a headache or make them lose their minds. Ibn Abbas um, said, the four negative aspects of alcohol, drunkenness, headache, increased urination, nausea, and vomiting. Yes, see, even they, they, they knew to refer to these things. He said, they will not happen when you drink the wine of Jannah. It will make you happy and give them pleasure and enjoyment only. Everything in dunya is a mixture of pleasure and pain, my sisters. It will not be this way in Jannah. It isn't that way at all. It can't be, you know? And so Jannah is all good, all happiness, all pleasure. And by the way, you may hear some doctors say that there's benefits in wine that you have on the earth, but the Quran says there's some good in it, but the bad outweighs the good, and it is more bad than good, so leave it. So, you know, sometimes when you hear these things, that makes us think like, oh, should we question Allah's choice? Allah's saying, even if there was good in it, the bad is more for you. Just leave it. And so... 
the question is about eating. Why would the people of Jannah need to eat if they don't get hungry? And Al-Qurtubi says that the people of Jannah eat but not to relieve themselves of hunger or drink to relieve themselves of thirst. They don't put on perfumes to relieve themselves of bad smells. He said they only do it to be con- in continuous enjoyment and pleasure. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even told Adam Islam that there's enough provision in Jannah so you'll never want for anything. And Al-Qurtubi says that all things in dunya that people would like will be given to them in Jannah but better. So subhanAllah, we're going to be talking more next time, a little bit more about your spouses and about different things with them. And um, at the same time, we're going to also be talking about some other questions you might have. And so subhanAllah, we'll we'll get into all of that. But um, I want you to know that by the end of the series, we're going to talk all about how you can get to Jannah. So you can feel like, all right, there's these things that I can do right now while I'm fasting. That's going to make it really easy for me to have these experiences. And we're going to talk about the highest levels of Jannah. Can you go between the levels? Um, what if your family's on one level and you're on the other? Like, what are these abilities that you have um, in Jannah? It's like, and so we have a lot of these questions that I know um, people ask. And so subhanAllah, we want to make sure that you feel excited about this amazing place that is just waiting for us if we make the right choice. Now, ladies, it's been really enjoyable to be with you today. But what I really, really love is when I actually get to meet with you. A lot of women meet with me face to face. A lot of women talk to me one on one. And all these experiences, a lot of women are in classes with me with other women. And I want you to know that you having a better life isn't just going to happen to you. You have to chase it. And so many of us, we have these desires in our heart, in our chest, but they're not going to just come to fruition unless we do it. And we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us, you know, through the prophet that, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not going to change the condition of a people until they change what is within themselves. But a lot of people don't know how to do that. And what we really strive for here in Mindful Muslim is to help give women the step-by-step how-to. So I'm enjoying my time so much with so many of you guys in Thrive Muslima. I can't wait. We're going to have our first virtual Eid. And if you're the type of person that wants to talk to me one-on-one, I have consultation calls, free ones, 15 minutes. And then I have longer ones for bigger issues for 45 minutes. I can actually also talk to you um, in lives. We have live events regularly, daily in Ramadan that you're not with us. If, if you're not with us in Thrive, you're missing out on those. So if you have questions about that, DM me. It's close, but when women have certain particular issues, I try to be mindful of that and open. And we have so much inside of our school. We have so many programs and courses. And I want you to know whatever you're doing for yourself Ask yourself if it's going to help you to get where you want. And if not, what do you need? What tools do you need to get there? And if in any way we can be helpful, we would love to help. Our website to get more information on all that we do is www.mindful-muslima.com. And don't forget, ladies, we're doing a revert project and we want to support our reverts. The the reward in Jannah, in Jannah for helping people on dunya before you get to Jannah. See, that's the other way you get elevated in levels. We're going to talk about levels and levels of Jannah next time and kind of how you can move up. And that is from donating. That is why I tell you guys, if you see any type of charity out there, don't withhold. Don't be stingy with people who are needing of food and water in places around the world that are really struggling. And don't forget our sisters who are new to the deen. So many times they feel like the rest of the ummah has forgotten them. 
we all like, yeah, come to Islam. And then we ghost them. Let's keep it real as it is. But at Mindful Muslim, we are doing the work for us. And we're just asking for your help in any way. I put the link below for a donation. If you appreciate what we do and you want other women to be benefited and you want that to go towards your place in Jannah, please, sisters, help us to help them help our women. The donation link is below. It's also on our website in the top menu. Love you guys for the sake of Allah. I can't wait to the next one. We're going to go into how you can get to Jannah and some more answers to your question about Jenna. And if you want to DM me anytime, can't wait to hear how you're enjoying the series. Don't forget to share it so I can shout you out next. I'm about to announce who I'm shouting out this week in a sec here. <laughs>